Best Conversations podcast. Uh, you know, I like to have up close and personal interviews with people that I truly admire and I feel like is doing a great thing in the community. Uh, tonight, man, we got a Greensboro legend, but not from Greensboro, but is, is definitely a Greensboro legend. Definitely one of the, the major voices of the Carolinas. Uh, everybody, let's introduce to the program. Big Mo from 102 Jams. What's happening, my brother? What up, man? Um, yo, that's a great intro. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, when I do my next party, I'm hiring you, brother, for real. Thank you, man. Man, you definitely, I've been listening. I moved to Greensboro back in 2003, and I and you definitely has been part of my life and listening to you doing overnights to, to now being the music director, man. It's just, it's, you know, just... Watching from afar is just amazing to see your journey, man. And it's pretty cool, you know, going from overnights to music director. That's that's a huge, if you know anything about radio, that's a huge step to to make, man. So congrats on that, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. It was a hard journey, boy. I swear I wanted to quit a couple times, man. But, you know, <laughs> I stuck through it, man. And it was a lot of people on my, on my side that made me, like, you know, just keep working hard and get to where I wanted to get to. So, you know, I'm blessed, man. Thank God. Yeah, absolutely, man. For people, so for people that don't know, that's not, you know, up on the Carolinas and the 102 Jams. Um, you you're originally from Queens, New York. What was what was Queens like growing up for you? Uh, it was pretty difficult. I mean, you know, we got through it though. You know, grew up in the hood, uh, South Jamaica. And, um, you know, I got in a little trouble out there. And uh, thank God that my grandmother got me out of that situation and got me down here to the South. And I've um, been down here ever since, you know what I'm saying? But I, I love home. My family's still up there. So, you know, I go up there at least once a year. You know what I'm saying? But I always want to check out my, my peoples. But, uh, you know, I love it. You know, I, I still got my accent for some reason. It's crazy. Yeah, I was, I was actually born in Brooklyn. Too, okay. but but my accent has been long gone. I'm really I'm a country boy. I don't even think about New York or anything like that. But <laughs> I have roots in in North in New York as well. So, what age did you move to North Carolina? Uh, I was fifth, fourteen. I was fourteen at the time when I moved. That's when I got in trouble. <laughs> Word, get in yeah. trouble, move down south. What? So, what high school did you go to in uh in North Carolina? Orange High School. Orange High is in Hillsborough, North Carolina. Let me tell you how country that shit was, man. Yes. Wait, I'm sorry. Can I curse? I'm oh, sorry. Absolutely. absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I mean, the first time I ever saw a deer, I thought it was a big-ass dog. You know what I'm saying? So I was totally confused. And people used to crack on me like, yo, Mo, what's a four-wheeler? I don't know what the hell a four-wheeler is. But, you know, that's this is, I thought it was a car. Like, I didn't know. Like, you know what I mean? But um, it was... It was cool, but I got I got a lot of friends from there. It was it was really straight, and um, I had fun though. I gotta admit, I had a lot of fun doing that. Word. So how do you so how do you end up choosing North Carolina A&T? Honestly, man, my uh, my grandfather, my great grandfather went to A&T, and then also they gave me a football scholarship. Word. So you know what I'm saying I, I played football for A&T. I played from '99 to '03. And, um, you know, that, that's how I really got to A&T. That's how I got to Greensboro because of football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you find your passion for radio um, at the at the local college radio station. You hooked up with Terrence J, who's also doing radio at uh, A&T. 
how'd you fall how, uh how'd you fall in love with radio um well that was the thing man like okay so after not really after but during classes and stuff like that i kind of i always love hip-hop music i always been a hip-hop fan and so but i couldn't play no instruments i damn sure can't rap and i damn sure can't sing so i was like man what can i do in music and radio just came about i met terrence day i met rob swinger and um, those guys like, yo, go to the radio station, da 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 So rest in peace, D. Cherie. D. Cherie was the one that got me started in, in uh, on a show. I did the Traffic Jam, two to five on Mondays and Fridays. It was the funnest. I get to play whatever I want. It was super fun, man. And um, once I got that radio bug in me, man, once I got bit by that thing, I did not want to leave it, man. And I, and I try to learn everything. I learned how to do promotions. Uh, commercials. Uh, I learned how to DJ a little bit, um, just so I could get the um, get the blend, get the songs of the instrumentals going slowly to what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And I used to walk down. Remember Willie's in Greensboro? Mm-hmm. I used to walk down there at least once a week. Me and my boys used to walk. We had no car, and just so I could get the, the coolest records, man. I'd be like, Yo, I want to get these records. So I could break them on the radio. It was nothing like 90.1, man. And uh, big up to D. Sheree and Mr. Wellborn. They both gave me a chance, man. And I love every second of that right there, bro. So how, how close was you and Terrence J? Oh, me and Terrence was close. So that that's the thing. So Terrence, he got the jams before me. Mm-hmm. So Terrence was always like, yo, Mo, sing your air check. You dope. People talk about you, da 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 So this is a true story. So I, I gave my air check. I don't want to say his name. I gave it to a program director at the time, and or the music director at the time, and he was like, yo, Mo, this shit is whack. You'll never be in commercial radio, blah, 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 blah. And I told Terrence, like, yo, dude, diss me, yo. <laughs> like, yo, don't worry about it, man. I'm going to talk to Kevin Chaos. So then he talked to Kevin Chaos, and then Kevin Chaos gave me a, ch- a shot in promotions. And um, and then once I, once I got in the building, it was all love because once I got in the, in the building because of Terrence, um, or like Kyle Santillian, Tap, and Waleed, and everybody heard me on 90.1, and they didn't know it was me at the time. And when I told them it was me, that's when um, Tap Money, he gave me a chance to be on the radio and chance. So it wasn't for Terrence and, and, um, and uh, really Rob Swinger, too. I wouldn't even be on jams, man, for real, for real. So that was, and Tap Money, for Tap Money, give me a chance. Now, doing radio, man, do you like radio better when the people didn't know what you look like? Or do you like it now that, you know, with social media, people people come up to you in the street, want to take pictures, know who you are? Which which one did you like better? Eh, I, like, I, like, I, I like being behind the scenes, but it doesn't bother me that people do know me. You know what I'm saying? So social media, and I, that's cool. I don't mind. I love taking pictures, man. You know what I'm saying? I do it anytime. Anytime I can. Because I can't lie, man. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of One Two Jams, all the personalities through the years. And so before, uh, you know, you just hear these voices and, and uh, Wally Coyote was, you know, very popular in the area. And so, you know, I would hear his voice all the time. Then the first time I seen this man in real life, it just blew my mind. I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't believe that's what he looks like. I, yeah. I that that, that that was like one of the craziest times ever. Remember, remember in radio, man. So um, everybody wants to know, man. One or two jams. 
we for years you know we've been we partied everybody wants to know what happened to super jam money 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 all about the money not look i love super jam i was a big fan you know we bought so many artists man but these artists have gotten so expensive i mean for instance if we were trying to bring drake to a super jam right now drake is going to cost us three to five million dollars three to five million for a what an hour set you know what i'm saying so and then you know we wasn't charging much we were only charging ten dollars twenty dollars and all that my, can't my do that. first concert in 04 my very first concert because it was so it was so ir irresponsible like you didn't have to spend that much it was a beautiful thing man mm -hmm. it was but it hurt our pockets so and this is this is real talk man intercom white people do not like losing money so you got investors and they lose the money and they ain't gonna keep going and then i think the last one we did i think we had rick ross there and it just it flopped it really flopped and that was the last one we just couldn't take that hit no more man you know what i'm saying so we had to figure out something else to do but trust me if we could bring back super jam i would love to like we brought back we brought lit fest yeah. you know into the city but it's not the same feeling as Super Jam, so I didn't want to do another lip fest just because I didn't get that same feeling. Yeah, it was, it was a vibe. It was a feeling, man, just to see bumper to bump, bumper to bumper traffic on High Point Road, just yeah. crazy, just pandemonium to like six o'clock in the morning. Right. It's, it's just it's just crazy. If you if you've never been in, in Greensboro to experience it. Too bad for it. It feels like how anti homecoming it, it, is. I'm about to say it's anti homecoming in the summer. That's all it is. In, man. in, 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 the, in the summer, man. De yep. Definitely, definitely, man. Huge debate I have with my with all my friends is what what do you, in your opinion what was the littest club in Greensboro in this heyday? I'm gonna go with Minaj. My personal my personal pick. I, I'm gonna can I pick two or I gotta stay with one. Go go two. All right. So the first one, remember Lannis Cafe? Yes. Friday and Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Woo! Yeah. That used to be crazy. And my second one, the Bay on Sundays at Montego Bay. Montego Bay on Sundays. Man, people don't know about that, boy. That right there was legendary, man. Yeah. Woo! I think I've seen you in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Me and Waleed used to host. Me, Waleed, yeah, yeah. I was in there. All of us, man. Um, I mean that 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 club there, man. I miss them days. I miss that. Why why do you think Greensboro is such a vibe, man? I mean, like, I mean, I'm I'm older now. I actually don't even live in Greensboro anymore. I live in Raleigh, but um, but my time there, man, it just seems such like a vibe. Like the radio, like like just the, the radio station was so connect uh, and still is connected to the community. Mm -hmm. Um. Why, why do you think Greensboro, Winston, High Point, all that is such a special place? Well, well you know, first of all, you know, Greensboro is a young market. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of colleges. Not just in Greensboro. You have Winston, you have High Point, you know what I'm saying? And you have SU, you have A&T, UNCG, and all of them come together. And that's what makes it popping. And with us, as far as with 102 Jams, we like to cater to the 18 and 34-year-olds. But mostly, we want to cater to the kids that are still in high school. That's why we still do... Friday night footballs and all that, you know what I'm saying? Just because we got to stay in the community with the young kids. And then the young kids, they remember that and they come up with us. And that's what makes 
jam still connect with the community because we grew up with y'all. Just like how you listen to me in overnight, you know what I'm saying? Like you grew, basically grew up listening to me, you know what I'm saying? Listening to 102 and everything. And you remember the personalities and we've had some great personalities. Like we, we've had uh, Buster Brown, Africa, um, yep. Amos Quick, and now we got Three Live with B Dot and Kyle Santillian back in the day with Wild Out. Anytime I mention them things, man, people always remember, you know what I'm saying? Right. So right. I think that is really the connection, bro, for real. Right. And that's, and yeah, those personalities, man, I follow, I follow today, you know, on social media. B, B Dot has been on this podcast, man, and, and it's just, y'all just a super staple in the community. And, and and I love it, and the, and the people love it too, man. So talk about, man, you um, um, from going from overnights to now being the music director, and what and what is that all that to uh, detail? Because a lot of people want to be rappers and want to want to know how to get their music on one hundred two jams, man. So so yeah. what is all the detail of of music well, director? I mean, well, for overnights, man, what a lot of people don't know is that Tap Money gave me a chance to be his assistant music director. So I used to have to work every day. Um, it was no days off for me. Um, Monday mornings, we have our music meetings, and we still have those music meetings today. And they always started early in the morning. And then I had to go to overnights after I finished working. Let me remind you, their meetings can last anywhere between 10 a.m., so freaking, I don't know, two, three o'clock in the afternoon. So then I would have to literally have to get up and, and, and go to overnights. And that used to get really hard. I did that for 11 years, brother, 11 years. And so thanks to Waleed and Tap talking to me so much because I was ready to quit. But Tap was like, look, Bo, I got something coming. Be patient. Da, da, da. So I've been patient. And then when Tap left, that's how I became the music director. But I, I always, and I don't mean to sound like too cocky or confident when I say this, but I know I have a great ear in finding music. I've always had a great ear finding music, and Tap knew that. So we'll be in the meeting, even though Tap was the music director, I'm the one bringing the music. So I'm like, man, I can do this on a regular. So uh, when Tap finally left and my, my boss gave me the opportunity to do it, it was great. Um, and we, our numbers have been through the roof. Uh, everybody, morning show, myself, afternoons, everybody's doing good. Uh, so that the, the transition to doing music wasn't that bad because I was always doing it, and I always like to keep up to date what's hot on social media or what's hot what my DJs are playing. So, and I tell artists this all the time: you have to establish yourself with the DJs. You have to build relationships. And I don't mean while they're DJing in the club, going to them and asking them to play your record. That's not establishing a relationship. You know what I'm saying? It's like after the club is done, introduce yourself, tell them about your single, about how you're moving it. That's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I always tell people, man, I am always the last person that it, that your song comes to. Unless your name is Drake or Chris <laughs> Brown, your song always starts on the mix show. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, once it pops on the mix show, once it pops in the in the clubs, you see Jays start playing it. You hear it. You see girls vibing to it. Not your homeboys are vibing to it. You see girls that you don't even know vibing to it. That's what I like to look for. And that's what that's how you get your song on the radio. It's been so many artists from around here that we've broken. 
but they've all broke in the club first. And then we break them on the radio. We have to see the reaction first because at the end of the day, this is a business. You know what I'm saying? People don't understand, like, yo, I got to answer them. If the numbers come back incorrectly, guess what? I'm probably going to be out of the job. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to be out of a job. So I got to make sure that the music is right for the radio station. Personally, man, y'all have uh, just 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 watch from afar, man. Y'all have given a lot of local artists uh, yeah. chances from the Tigo Bees to the uh, uh, what's was was the guy used to be with Cream Team Black oh, uh, Black Boy. That's my Black, man. Black, uh, Black we Boy. Played, we played uh, the baby before he was the baby. He was calling himself Black Jesus, right. uh, and the baby remembers that. You know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, God, the list goes on right now. We this, this, this list is very, this list is very, very, very long. Ricky Rucker is like, yeah. But see, know. people, people don't realize that because people get mad because their song is not on the radio. Right. That's when you hear, oh, what else we jazz don't support this and that. I'm like, well, we do. It's just that we're not playing your song, and that's why they get frustrated. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. I understand it. You know what I'm saying? But look, like I said, you got to establish your relationships to get on. Absolutely. And your song got to be good, too. Jesus got, Christ. Got to be good. Whew, I've it, heard some bad ones. Right. Definitely. All right. So, so Mo, 2020, people are streaming. People mm. listen to music all these kind of ways. You, you don't really need, you don't, quote, unquote, need the radio to break records. Why is the radio, why is radio still important? Well, th this is the, I tell people this all the time. Radio is still important because, okay, if you're just a streaming artist like NBA Youngboy or somebody young or Lil Pump or some damn body, and you're streaming great, 100,000 streams, great, Takashi 69, great. But can you go to an arena of 20 to 30, 40,000 people and fill it up? Nah. But if you're Drake or you're Chris Brown, you can because radio has that power across the country where people, like, you're going to go to the festivals. You're going to want to go to them. They bring in the big-name artists, the headlines, the money-getters, the money-makers. The money-makers are on the radio. You know what I'm saying? That's why labels always push me all the time. Like, yo, Mo, we need this, we need that, because they know you can't just be a streaming artist. Yeah, you could be popping on streaming. You could bring the little kids to your venue for 2,000 people, 3,000 people. But if you want to make the headline of 20,000, you want to get on radio. So that's why radio still to this day is super important. And true, the kids, the kids can value and kids listen to the um to the phones and stuff like that. But to the people that's working, the older crowd, like the 20 and up that got a job every day, you know, they're not really streaming like that, man. They listen to the radio to find out what's popping, you know? Yeah, yeah, ab yeah ab absolutely, man. That that drive that drive in the morning just and then and then nowadays it's, it's I don't I don't go searching for music like, you know, so sometimes nowadays I'm I'm definitely hearing the new song from the radio. And one thing the great thing about I'm all the way up in Raleigh. No disrespect to K95. K975. I listen to, I still listen to 102 Jams more because it seems like I, I'm going to hear something I ain't never heard before. Like, you know, it's just. that, And that's the value of us, man. Uh, the value of 102 Jams. You always want to play them songs that you don't, you haven't heard or songs that's like really, really, really popping in the streets. 
that's our job to give to you. You know what I'm saying? And we like to be first on that. Um, and we always have, man. That's the way my boss is set up. That's the way I'm set up. And a lot of programmers, um, and not to say 97.5, I know the 97.5 director. He's super cool. He's my man, Jay Jack. But a lot of them got consultants in radio. And what a consultant means, and they, and they consult you and tell you what to play. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, you got to play this record. You got to play that. We, we don't have a consultant. We can go ahead and play whatever we want to play. And that's why 102 Jams is cool, because we don't have to answer to nobody. We go ahead and just do what we want to do if it feels good. And, and I think, and I think like the, I'm going to end this pretty soon, but I think one of the dopest things that 102 Jams is, is no syndicated morning show. You, okay. It's B-Dot it, and the three live crew, like you, like you know them, like you, like you know them. It's not like we all love Charlemagne, we all love Ricky Smiley, but you listen in to somebody that you can really see in the community every day. Right. It makes 102 Jams one of the dopest, man. Right. Big Mo, man, thanks for taking, you know, some time out uh, to talk to me on Best Conversations Podcast, man. Uh, right, man. You can find Big Mo uh, on the, uh, you know, from 10 to 2? 10 a.m. to 3. 10 a.m. to 3. Monday to Friday. Monday through Friday, man. Uh, any any words you want to leave the people with? Um, look, man, you know, just don't... Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do something. If you believe in your heart that you can do it, do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had people try to doubt me and tell me I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that, you never do this. You believe in yourself, man, and you believe that you can do it, do it, man. Life is short. You know what I'm saying? Get, get what you got to get. You know what I'm saying? And, and work hard, man, and Black Lives Matter. That's about it right there. Black Lives definitely matter. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you, Big Mo, man. Uh, been a fan for super long, man. Thank, thank you so much for the opportunity for taking a little time out to, to chat with you, man. Uh, best love and best wishes to you and your family. Stay safe, and uh, like I said, man, make sure y'all always listen in to One Hundred Two Jams, best radio station in the country. My opinion might be a little biased. Nah, nah, you're not. You're not biased. It's the truth, man. Like we're we we are in the top ten hip hop stations in the country, and, and Greensboro, North Carolina. Out of all these stations, New York, Washington, all that, right here in Greensboro, we're top ten, bro. So yeah, and, and, and source power, whatever thing they do, I like. I want to see three live crew in, in that power fifty. Working on it. Yeah, Working like on. come on, man. Like Working for on real, it. for real. Like let's let's get into it, man. But all right, Mo, man, have, have a have a blessed night, man. And sure. again, I can't. You, we, I don't know you from I, you, I. I know you, you don't know me, but you still gave me the opportunity. Nah, I know you, man. You're a family. You and Greensboro. It's all good, brother. Yes, man. Thank you, my brother. You have a good night, my G. You do the same, man. Peace, Thanks. brother. Mm-hmm.